Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. Well, hello. Hi, Cheryl. How are you today? I'm doing well, and I am so excited and grateful that you are here today with me. And um, why? Well, because there are so many things that we're going to talk about, right? And, you know, before I introduce Nan, I want to explain how I had met this lovely lady. And I met her, it's going to be a year, right? We're coming up on a year. Yeah. So I had the um, honor, I, I, you know, some of you know, some of you don't know, but I was um, job eliminated a few years ago with COVID. And um, in that I was kind of a hustler, you know, working and doing different things. And I was working um, in this private woman's club as um, one of the chefs there. And I met Nan on a day. It was like a, it was like dead. There was like no one in the restaurant. And, um, you know, they asked me if I would, you know, make lunch for this member who was Nan. And I said, of course I would. And I did. And I feel like you may have asked, you know, who's the chef on today or, or something like that. And um, long story short, I came out and I met Nan and I made you a cheeseburger. And <laughs> we had this lovely conversation and it brought, you know, two women together from different sides of the river. And uh, it was a very interesting conversation. And we've been friends ever since, right? That's and- right. Uh, you gave me your card and I uh, contacted you and we've been communicating and getting together and and just having a wonderful relationship ever since is right. So yeah. helping each other with our businesses and uh, also you helping me with uh, the emotional eating. And so- I we have a lot, lot yeah, to talk about. We, we do. And, 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 you know, um, I think in some sense, uh, you know, uh, everyone has some type of emotion towards food and, um, you know, I want to take an opportunity to really tell you a little bit about Nan and, and what it is that she does. You know, she had mentioned she's an entrepreneur, she's a businesswoman, and, um, you know, a lot of her career has been in publishing and sales, but she is also, which I think is so cool, a personal stylist with these fabulous clothes, Cabby, which I've bought some, right? Or I should say my mom. Yes, you have. Some, right? Your mom right? and your sister. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 she, you know, she just, she looked, I remember that day when I saw her, she looked fabulous. She wears glasses. So she looks, you know, very well put together, at least from someone like me who just kind of just always in yoga pants and my hair up in a bun but you know she she really pairs that business skill with her fashion skills um and you know and and to me it it just I feel like since I've met her it's helped me to feel better about myself as a woman and I know that that's something she really enjoys doing right and and having women look her best and I really that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring Nan on because I think that's so important. And, um, you know, I felt it really drives the message home and, 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 and asking, you know, you know, do you feel that the way your appearance is affects your mood or affects kind of like, you know, what you do? Can you tell us a little it, bit it, about that? 
Yes, it absolutely affects your mood. Um, and I'm going to give you an example that happened to me just yesterday. It was not my best day for many, many reasons. And on top of it, I didn't have makeup on. My hair looked wild. I was wearing my dog walking sneakers. I had a lightweight top on that hugged all my fat rolls around the middle. And so, yeah, you know, I'm talking negatively about myself there. So that's not a good thing, but I mean, you have to, you have to call it for what it is. You know, I'm wearing a sweater that's hugging that area. It shouldn't. Um, but I don't even know why I was wearing it. I think, cause I like the color, but, um, I guess in my mind, it didn't look that bad, but unfortunately here's the bad part. Here's where this comes in. I found myself at Nordstrom later in the day with my husband. I was not expecting to have to go there, um, but he needed all of a sudden to buy a new pair of trousers. So I, we had to go there like ASAP. So I, in this looking like this, I wind up at Nordstrom and I saw my reflection in the mirrors at the store and I felt horrible, humiliated. Um, I was so upset because, you know, my hair wasn't done. My makeup wasn't nice. My sweater wasn't flattering. And I kept putting my arms like around my middle to hug myself. Do you know what I mean? You know, that look so that you're covering that area up because you're embarrassed about it and it doesn't work anyway. So the, the long and short of it is I felt unkempt. I felt frumpy and I I felt like I didn't belong there. And even though outwardly I was projecting, you know, a woman who knew what she was doing, I kept thinking the guy who was waiting on us was thinking, what, what does she know about fashion? Or like, look at her. I mean, how does she know how to pick stuff out for her husband? I, you know, I was having all these thoughts and, and they were just, this negativity was just going through my mind. So yeah. Did it affect my mood? It did because I could not get these negative thoughts out of my head. So what's the lesson? Number one, get rid of that sweater <laughs> that grabs around my midsection. You know, I, I have so many sweaters and so many tops that don't do that. And just because I like the color and the texture, it doesn't mean I should wear it. It's not the best option for me. So just get rid of the sweater. Don't wear things that I shouldn't wear things and no one should wear things that don't make them look good or flattering. Okay. The number two thing was buy new dog walking shoes because seeing them in the store mirror, <laughs> I realized they're really ready for the trash bin. Um, they are old, but they're well-worn. So even though they might only be six months old, they're well-worn. So they need to go. And the third lesson is when I leave the house, take time to make sure I have my makeup on, my hair done the way I like it, but not for other people. I need to do it for myself and how I feel about myself. When I know I'm put together, then I feel happy. And whether that's good or bad is irrelevant. It's how it makes me feel. So I want to leave leave you and the listeners and even myself with this last point that always remember that just because you like something like I like that sweater doesn't mean I should wear it. I always tell my clients that 
you don't need to fit the clothes. The clothes need to fit you. So you aren't, you aren't meant to fit in everything that's out there on the racks. So can I just say, first of all, thank you for sharing that story. Cause I always, you know, I always talk about emotions. I always talk about thoughts and feelings and the mind or the brain does not know the difference of the present moment versus our thoughts and our, right. Which generate these feelings. And, um, <clears throat> although you can only hear Nan, I can actually see her cause we're in, I'm interviewing her and I could see the emotion in her face, um, when she told that story. So thanks for telling us that. Cause you know, your mind can relive things, even though you're not currently doing that in the present moment. But, um, you know, you bring up a great, a great message. And it's like, you know, but I, I'm looking at it in this sense is, you know, you don't want to wear something that you don't feel good in, right? Just like you said, you don't want to fit the clothes, clothes should fit you. And, you know, I've had men, you know, we always think it's just women, but I've had men too. I do have a lot of male clients where they're not feeling good in their, their pants or their belt buckle or, or whatever it may be. And, um, they may go all day like that, especially people, um, I'll use myself as an example, that are more kind of casual dressers. And then when they have to go somewhere and present, or they maybe have to go to a wedding or a function, they're wearing an outfit that um, maybe fits them a little too small. And they'll be uncomfortable all day, and they'll be judging themselves, and they're not feeling good about themselves, right? And then what happens after they take those clothes off? If they're an emotional eater, they're going to go and they're just gonna be like, oh, I got these clothes all day. And I'm just, you know, they go and they eat and, and, and then they feel even worse about themselves. And I feel like that mood triggers the types of food choices that maybe, um, you know, they'll, they'll choose, you know, would you, would you agree with that? And would you say that, you know, have you ever struggled with anything like that? You know, would you, would you say you're an emotional eater in any sense? Uh, yes, yes, I would say that. And you and I are still working through that process. So I am a work in process, but I think most people are. I mean, Absolutely. nothing's black and white. I mean, it's not like, oh, you you figured out why you eat emotionally and how that's triggered. And then all of a sudden you stop. It, it doesn't, right? It doesn't work that well, way. Well, and I feel like we, we change, right? So yes. what maybe you feel that you've built that resilience with before. Um, there's new things that come up, right? Um, I mean, you've made me realize with some of the things that I've said to you, like, I, like, cause you always look beautiful. I think you always look so stunning, your outfits. And there was one time I remember saying to you, oh my God, I love what you, and you're like, oh, I have it in your size. I'm like, I would never wear that. Remember I said that? Yeah. Oh yes. You said that more than once. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, well, why? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just not me. You know, I'm always kind of like, just blend in type of a person, just you know, no one really looks at me. And then I thought to myself, that's not nice to say about myself. And, but you put it in a way where, you know, I never really thought of it. Like, I don't know, kind of take well, the, 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 the seat on that one when well, it comes I mean, to I'm your right. looks and, and how you feel with fashion. Cause it does make a difference. You're so right. And I'm glad you brought that up because I actually wanted to bring that up myself. Um, as I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today. But um, I, I know women feel better when they try things on that they weren't expecting to look good. Like, like something they would, I always tell people, I know you wouldn't normally choose to wear this. Like you wouldn't normally try it on, but just for me, I would like to see how this looks on you. So they'll try 
something on that's a little out of the box for them. And often I will see their faces light up and I will see this like amazing feeling about like their energy changes. They stand taller, they look in the mirror and they will say, oh my gosh, that looks great. I never would have chosen that. So when I say that feeling what you wear can make you feel better, I know it's true because I've seen it happen more and more times with women. I see it on their faces. I see it in their eyes. And when you wear something you like and you look good in it, you don't try to make yourself feel invisible, Cheryl. You don't <laughs> like try to, to make invisible. yourself. It <laughs> automatically makes you not invisible because that's actually something women do is to try to make themselves invisible. So they'll wear an oversized sweatshirt and because they just want to blend in. Well, and I and I think um, you know, as a business owner, as a woman, as a mother, right, as as a um, resource in my community, as I'm emerging with this new business that I've created, right, I, I, I you know, you've helped me to understand that I really should take the time to feel like how I want to feel. You know, yes. like you said, yes. take the time. You know, I don't, I just, I don't have to wear, you know, you don't have to wear the heels and you know, look like how you look. You, you know, so you can still look casual, like you like to look, but put a little pizzazz, you know, cause there's a lot of things that I like that, you know, I maybe wouldn't have thought of wearing, but it's like, oh, I guess this is fine and appropriate, you know, show up. How do you want to show up? You know, what do you want? You know, um, you know, you're, you're creating your brand and, uh, it's true. It's true. And, um, it, your, it, your mood and I'm bringing it back to the food. It will affect your mood. Um, well, you know, let me just add one thing to that is when, when you are looking good, like if I had been put together yesterday in Nordstrom, like I am today, <laughs> I would not have had that negative tape running through my head the entire time we were in that store over and over and over again about how bad I look. So because, yeah. So can I stop you for a moment with yeah. that? Because that makes me hurt when I hear that, right? Because because I'm thinking about um, a mindless eating experiment, right? Like getting up mm-hmm. and, and watching TV and, and, and imagining you going to your cupboard and eating something mindlessly, right? It's that same judgment and, and, and kind of shame around it. And this, it's essentially the same thing, right? You, if you thought you looked that bad in that shirt, would you have put it on to walk the dog? Uh, no, I wouldn't so, have put it on. So what happened and was- did you really I, look that, that, you know, unattractive in it or is it just you creating that in your mind From, I don't know. those those roles weren't looking so good through well the shirt. but but i guess so. what i'm trying to say nan is 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 do you i mean and you know right work in progress and you know that self-talk and that judgment right do you think that that constant nagging in your mind when you were trying to help your husband um you know look through you know new trousers or whatever do you think that that affected just kind of your overall rest of your day or were you able to kind of the rest of the evening off? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. I still had a good time. We still had a good time at dinner um, afterwards and I didn't overeat. Good. I actually stopped when I wasn't hungry anymore. Um, and so the rest of it's in my refrigerator, but um, yeah, you know, still running through the negative thoughts. But my point is if I had just, if I had just worn the thing that made me feel better to start with, 
then I wouldn't have had that feeling at all. And um, so can we get rid of that sweater? Neg negative thoughts aren't helpful. It's just not helpful. It's destructive in so many ways. So it is, it is. Um, and, 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 and that is, you know, anyone that's listening that can resonate with any of these, you know, situations or, or stories that we're sharing, you know, challenge yourself to kind of take a look back and, and look at your day, or if it's not today, the day before the day after that, your weekend, whatever it is. And, write down and say to yourself, what are my thoughts like? Are they more destructive or are they more constructive, right? I mean, you know, are you more of somebody that's like, okay, yeah, I love this blouse, but I know it doesn't, it's a little snug on me right now. Therefore, I'm not going to use that. And I'm working on that right now. And I'm working on, um, you know, achieving to get to that place right now. But I know, so this worry, I'm not going to give it to the Salvation Army or whatever, right? I'm going to still leave that in my closet. But kind of giving yourself that positive self-awareness and self-talk rather than just saying, oh, you know, I'm such a fat ass. You know, I can't believe I can't wear this. I have a whole closet full of stuff that doesn't fit me, right? And really shaming yourself and being, you know, not nice to yourself. But it, recognizing like, okay, this is where I'm at. I realize that putting this on right now may not make me feel good um, physically and mentally, Right. So maybe the next time that happens with any of you or even you or me, right? Because there's things in my closet that I love that I sometimes maybe won't wear because I know they're a little snug. Um, you know, ask yourself, you know, how and do it on a weekly basis and say, how am I talking to myself? How am I am I destructive or constructive? I think that's so impactful. Well, you know, you you brought that up during your training a lot, I thought, Um and, and and I didn't didn't mean that in a bad way. I mean, you would remind me not to go down that road, and remind me to to write down the positive. So I think that is so important. Now I will say another thing. Um, back to things in your closet that don't fit. There is a school of thought. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have plenty in my closet that doesn't fit. Um, but there is a school of thought that says, get rid of that reminder. If every time you look at that thing that doesn't fit makes you feel bad, get rid of it. Because then it won't trigger you. I, I think there's two schools of thought for that. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to meet yourself where you, you are at and look at what you can handle. Right. And if that is a trigger where that causes a cascade of negative thinking, then absolutely you need to do what is right for you in that moment or seek out some support and ask for help. Um, and that's with whether it's fashion or eating. Right. That's that. Because I think there's there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. And, um, you know, some people can are there and, and, and they can say, you know what, this is where I'm at. This doesn't feel right. I'm not going to wear this. And then there's another person, they see that, you know, they get upset, you know, they, you know, very emotional about it. it. It it breaks them down because that's their identity um, and they have to get rid of it. And I don't think either one is right or wrong. I think it's, it's really looking at, okay, well, what works for you and seeking the support if you need it. And I think it, it's an interesting conversation. And that's why I wanted to, you know, have you on and, and, and bring it to the show because, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. 
no matter what it is that you decide to do. And we're all individuals. And I think that society tries to make us, you know, car meant to, you know, they try to put us in these, in these little categories. Right. And sometimes it's just like, well, I don't fit in any of these categories. So then like goes back to the inner self and you're like, Oh, there's something wrong with me. No, there's, you know, like you said about the clothes, it, you're not fitting to the, the clothes, right. The clothes need to fit to you. So it's the, it, it, it's that same concept, right. Essentially. Yes, it is. And the fact is what you like 10 years ago may not and may not actually work for you anymore for any number of reasons. And and it and it might not be that the thing doesn't fit anymore so much as it is that's not who you are anymore. So give me an example of that, right? Cuz I'm thinking, you know, I I I I'm I'm a big 80s girl, right? You know, 80s and 90s and the big hairdo. Anyone that knew me, I used to have a big old hairdo. And you know, sometimes I want to have the big hairdo and I want to look that way, but I, I think can't. you can actually, if you want, <laughs> and you, I think the key is not to do the whole thing that way. You know, if there's a part of you, part of you that wants to, um, revisit the past, um, uh, because that's actually what a lot of, um, uh, streetwear is about right now. This, the streetwear, the people, um, the fashionistas on, um, let's say in women's wear daily that we see or Instagram, they actually are doing a lot of retro dressing, but they pair it with things from now. So it updates the style. Really? See, I wouldn't know that. That's why I have a stylist, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you actually can uh, wear things that you used to wear and like, the key is not to make it look like a costume. The key is to make it integrate with today. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What is your advice for women out there, or even men, right? Um, you know, what is your advice for them if they kind of just, you know, I wear the same thing every day. Like I remember when, even when I was in the office, I used to wear the black pants and, you know, change color of the turtleneck. And it's not that I didn't love clothes and fashion. I just, I don't know. I didn't give myself the time and nor did I care. As long as I was clean and I matched, I figured, Hey, why not? What do you tell someone like that? That's a good There's a question. Of us out there. There's a lot of us out there, I think. Yeah, there are. And so just because you wear black pants every day, doesn't mean they have to be the same black slacks. There could be something fun where there's this, there's interesting snaps or just something that jazzes it up a bit. Um, I, I think you can always add a, just a little bit of style to anything, even if you wear it every single day. You know, my, you were talking about men and I, and I feel like my husband, when he was looking at himself in this blazer yesterday, this jacket, I could see in his face how happy he was. So I, and then I was looking at some other men who were trying things on um, and the salesman was working with a gentleman and that guy, he was like proud as a peacock. I mean, just he, and he looked good in his suit um, that he was buying. He just needed the pants uh, tailored a bit, but I could see in this man's face how happy he looked in that suit. 
But does and, really make a difference. So yeah. So when people say, and my husband isn't isn't a fussy guy. He's not a guy who preens in front of the mirror. I think he's handsome, and the benefit of him being he, of him handsome is that he doesn't know he is. And I so get it. yeah, so it's that is attractive because he has no idea. So anyway, the point is, I think that's sweet. To see him look really happy with himself in that jacket, I was like, yeah, you can't tell me men don't feel better when they look good and they're in a nice suit or it has a jacket with a nice cut. Yeah, I I, I don't know. We'll have to see if, if anybody agrees with that. But I can know I speak to myself that um, you're exactly right, um, especially if I know I have to do a presentation with a group or I'm meeting someone for the first time, you know, I always have you in the back of my mind and I have a couple of pieces that I put on with jeans <laughs> and, and they, they, you know, and I can still wear my little sneakers and what I like to do just from you saying those things that you're sharing with us is it does make me feel better. And I know, you know, um, it may be a pop of color or might have, you know, I have a thing with hearts. It might have a heart on it, whatever it does. It, it, it's, it's, it's showing that I put enough effort into myself to show up and do and be who I want to be where maybe before I was kind of like, ah, you know, as long as it matches and I'm, and I'm clean, that's all that matters. So, um, it definitely does make a difference. And, and I think, um, if we're in a good headspace mentally, then that's just going to help us to make better choices overall. And hence, you know, making better food choices. Right. And if we're right. wearing clothes that fit us properly, um, we're, we want to be comfortable. I mean, it doesn't mean you have extra room in your pants, like jogging pants. Therefore you can go eat some donuts, but you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Because when you're just for right or wrong, how you feel is how you feel. Absolutely. So if you just cut that thing out of the equation, other people may say, well, why do you feel that way? That's dumb. Well, I'm sorry. That's how I feel about it. So until I get that resolved, I need to do something to cut that out of the equation. And um, if having the right sweater on does that, fine, do it. And then you're not get, talking to yourself negatively and then you're not making bad decisions with how, what you eat. And it's a domino effect, just like negative thinking is a domino effect down the rabbit hole. I think positive thinking has get you out of the rabbit hole. Absolutely agree with you. Going down. Absolutely agree with you. So if anybody wanted to kind of see a little bit more about um, what you do with fashion and you know, how you put pieces together and all that. Like, how can people get a hold of you? Can you give us a little bit more information about, you know, a little bit about Cabby and, and kind of what, what you do and how that happens? Oh, sure. I have uh, my own website for Cabby, which is uh, nanettefrost.cabbyonline.com. I have um, Nan Frost Fashion Focus and Style, which is on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Nan Frost. And that's it. Oh, and you know, email, of course, but uh, those are the easiest ways to just see what what's out there and what I'm doing. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of times you've post things on Facebook where, you know, it, it for me, at least, like you're showing the real thing, like, you know, you're twisting, you're turning, you know, you might have people that are wearing the things that, you know, um, 
they've purchased from you or um, something. I know for me, it may be an outfit that you wouldn't think you would wear somewhere, but you do like, you might say, Oh, this is for dinner, wear this for dinner. Or, you know, something that you think might be business casual may not like, I don't know. You put things in a way where it makes me think like, Oh gee, I didn't think I could wear that to that, but there's really no rules around your, your fashion, I guess is probably the easiest way to explain it. I, when I look at your stuff, that's what I find you do. So that's awesome. Yes, because I think buying, well, and cabby is not inexpensive. So, you know, <laughs> when you buy a pair of leggings, they're substantial and they're not just leggings. They'll have something like zippers at the ankles and something just to jazz it up. So my goal is to show you the various ways you can wear those leggings so they can be dressed up or dress down, like you're going to wear them to the grocery store, but you might wear them out to dinner as well. So that you, the thing is, is you, if you're going to spend money on something, have it be good quality, it's going to last, but you want it to be versatile and you want it to play well with the other things you have in your closet. You don't want to have an outlier that you're never going to wear um, because it's a waste of money. So think about how many times you're going to wear something. Um, I always think about a cost per wear. So I like that. And um, I'm going to bring it back to the food pieces. You know, yes. we want to make sure that, you know, same thing. If you get something, it's quality, right? And um, sometimes quality, unfortunately, will cost a little bit more. Sometimes it doesn't, but most times it does. And something that's versatile, that's going to be nutrient dense and macro, you know, um, nutrient dense. And, and how can that best utilize you in your energy and your immunity and, um, you know, living your best life. So it, it really is all related. It's just how you think about it. And, um, you know, I just... I can't thank you enough for being here today and, and sharing a little bit about kind of your personal journey and, you know, allowing me to share our story of how we met and how you help women and, and, and why it's important to you. Um, and yeah, I, we, we look forward to seeing what comes out in fall and spring and summer. And, you know, I look forward to continuing our relationship. Is there anything you want to add before I end today's podcast? No, I just am thrilled that you asked me to join you today, because <laughs> as you can tell, I have a lot of things I could talk about. <laughs> we all but do. The bad is, is we're on this journey together. These these issues are not um, in silos. It's all interconnected. So um, I'm enjoying the journey with you, Cheryl. Well, I'm grateful I met you and grateful that you can help me kind of look a little bit spicier sometimes when I need to. <laughs> I'm happy oh, to help. No more negative self-talk. We got to have more constructive thoughts. Okay. Correct. And that's You're on both parts. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, thanks everyone who's listening. And like I said, if anyone wants to know where Nan's at, I will put all her information in the um, information part of the podcast. And we look, I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Have a great day. Thanks everybody for listening to the Dramatically D Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto. 